Good evening and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Cock and every Sunday at this time we talk to someone who is a person of note and we listen to music of their choice. My guest in tonight's program is David Sayeras, who's visiting South Africa from Spain, where he lives. He's a classical saxophone player. Good evening and welcome. Thank you very much. It's very nice to have you on the program, and I know you're here for some concerts around the country. I think you're doing a whole series of concerts in Natal. And then coming up on, on the 3rd of July, you'll be playing for Durban Friends of Music and then going on to Grahamstown. And he'll be joined by Chris Deigen and Federico Freschi for concerts on the 4th and 5th of July in the Beethoven Room in Grahamstown. So you've obviously got quite a busy schedule while you're here. Have you come especially from Spain for these concerts? Yes, um, every year uh, normally Chris organizes one, two, three weeks of concerts. So this year it's two weeks, always full, always busy. Nice, happy to be here again. And has Chris been that side as well, to Spain? Yes, yes. Um, the last two years, he came uh, twice. Uh, we did a very nice project with a string orchestra in in Girona, in north uh, Catalonia. And with his music, uh, we arranged his music for orchestra and piano and saxophone. Beautiful. And other, other composers, Piazzolla and, uh, and a Spanish composer that wrote a, a piece of music for us, too. So we, we, we did a very nice tour in Spain, too. Oh, that's wonderful that, uh, that someone from this side also goes mm-hmm. uh, to, to people, Spain to people perform. People love, uh, love Chris Dugan in Spain. Yeah, yeah really. that's He's good. And you've made a CD also. We made two CDs. Two CDs. Um, uh, with his music, all, all, all his compositions for saxophone and piano. And they work very well, very, very nice music. Well, we're going to listen to one of those now. This is Christopher Deigen is the pianist from Peter Maritzburg, and he runs a project called Music Revival. And one of the projects has been making CDs, and this is from one of the CDs with David Sayeras. This piece is called Indigo, and it features those two performers. That was Indigo by Chris Deigen, and he was joined by David Sayeras on saxophone. David, I'm interested in this, what what we term classical saxophone, because very often we associate saxophone with more jazz music, but you're definitely a classical saxophone player. Yeah, I think the, the big difference between a jazz and a classic is the sound, the how uh, how different is this sound and how we make this sound? The technique is quite different. So we can say that we play two in different instruments, jazz and classical. Uh, we search uh, another kind of colors, another kind of sound, another kind of um, articulations. Uh, mm, the big difference is in the, in the sound. No? So uh, classical saxophonist, uh, it's it's born maybe more than 100 years ago uh, with a big class in Paris in the conservatoire uh, Marcel Moll was the first teacher he started to, to use 
music from uh, studies from violin, oboe, uh, clarinet. He used all this material to put uh, a very strong um, culture for the classical saxophone. So in French, become very very popular. Many composers wrote music for original music for saxophone, and this didn't stop to grow 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 up this instrument. Now. We m we must understand that now the composers, the composers, the um, music, the contemporary music, is the saxophone is one of the most uh, uh, the instrument that they use most in the actuality. So, it's an instrument that uh, the classical uh, saxophone has a big range of possibilities. And is it becoming more popular now to have a classical saxophone player? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in Europe, in Europe, it's, really, it's very popular in it's Europe. Very, it's very popular, yeah. very popular. So you are kept busy in Europe. Yeah, we, mm, we, we. Um, um, I, I have to say that that the last years I'm, I'm being very, very busy because also I write music for saxophone. I have a, a one of part of my my career is com composer and I compose music only for saxophone and most of my concerts I play my music too so this gives me another possibility for, for my career because it's quite interesting for me when when the saxophone was first invented was in the 1800s a little bit earlier in 1850 yeah. 1850 yeah, yeah. and uh, Adolf Sax did, what did he have in mind for it? Was he thinking it would be played in orchestras, or was it in bands, or what did Adolf Sachs? I think he do? wanted something more for the, um, uh, like uh, for the uh, bands, street bands, yes. some, some uh, like a clarinet that sounds louder. I think he was searching something like for that for sort of outdoor music. See, si. yeah, like a, a strong instrument, but that you can play a lot of notes, very virtuosi. So I think he was searching something like that, um, and very successful. Very successful. Yeah. Very very quick. It was an uh, instrument that that uh, it was everywhere. Yeah, and now here in South Africa also because you're here for a concert tour. Here comes a piece by Chris Diger. Now this is called the first round from six pint-sized pieces. Chris Diger and David Sayeras. That was. A piece called The First Round by Chris Deigen. It was one of six pint-sized pieces. Chris Deigen was playing the piano, and my guest in People of Note, David Sayeras, was playing the saxophone. David, how did you first get involved in playing the saxophone? Did you start on saxophone, or did you start on clarinet? No, I started already in saxophone. On saxophone? On saxophone, yeah. At, at what age? Uh, nine, ten years old. Yeah? Yes. I was already in the music school. Yes. And we had to choose an instrument. Uh, it was difficult for me because I didn't want to play violin or piano, uh, all these typical instruments that that we had. And um, my father, it's a, it's a funny story. And uh, um, we went for a, you know circus, this kind of uh, in the village where they arrive one week every year. So I was there and. And a clone was playing the saxophone, and he was playing very, be very beautiful melodies, sad, funny, and I was really, really amazed for 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 his playing for this instrument. And I told my father, "Look, I want to play the saxophone." So. And was that an alto saxophone? It was an alto yeah, saxophone. Yeah. And you started on alto. I started on alto. Yeah. Already. Yeah. And is it? I think, if I'm not mistaken, the alto is the alto quite easy to play of all the saxophones. 
The, um, well, none of it's easy to play. No, no, I'm, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yes, yeah. the, the alto maybe it's a good balance between yes. the, the the low, the big instruments and yeah. the soprano. Maybe it's small and it's difficult yeah. to control. But you can quickly make a nice sound on the alto saxophone also. The, the saxophone is, in general, one of the easiest instruments to start. Yeah. Because... It's it's not difficult to produce the sound. Yeah. It's not difficult to the basic fingers. It's they are not difficult, no. So I always um, I always say to students that they want to start instrument. That I always say, look, the saxophone. It's the easier. The, the easier. Yeah. You will start. You will can play songs. After, of course, to play it well and for professional is difficult. But in the beginning, it's a very nice instrument. Yeah. And uh, so you started at nine. And where did you grow up? In which city? I grew up in Figueres, uh, Salvador Dali, you know, the, the, the artist. Uh, he was born there. So it's a small city uh, near France, in the north of Catalonia, near France. And I started there in a music school, uh, solfege, yeah. uh, and I started saxophone there. But now you live where? I live in Barcelona. Yeah. Mm which is the capital of Catalonia. Yes. And talking of uh, that style of music, Astor Piazzolla is a South American composer, and he wrote a piece called Liber Tango. Alison Balsam is the trumpeter here with the Gothenburg Symphony Orchestra. That was Liber Tango, played by Alison Balsam. The composer was Astor Piazzolla, and do you play music of Astor Piazzolla? Yeah, I play a lot. A lot. Uh, in fact, um, Piazzolla be- became very important in my my concerts in my career because uh, very young I started to play with a um, guitar player. Uh, his his music, saxophone and guitar, and it it was not very often to to listen Piazzolla in concerts. So. It was like a big surprise for the audience and for the for the concerts that I was doing, and my first symphonic concert as a solist was uh, "Adios Nonino," is an arrangement that I did for saxophone and, and symphonic orchestra uh, in the big hall Liceu in Barcelona, Opera Hall, and it was Piazzolla piece, so yeah. it's always be, mm, been very very close to me. And are there m- many composers now writing for saxophone? I know you do, and Chris Deigen does, but in general, are there quite a lot of composers who write for saxophone? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, saxophone become very popular to the composer. And it's becoming more popular. Yes, 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 because I think because it has this um, a big range of, of color, virtuosity, uh, power, sound, Feelings. It's instrument. Uh, yeah, it's quite an emotional instrument. Yeah, it's very yeah. emotional. Like uh, it's very similar to the voice, and sometimes, and can make strong, can make soft, can make. It's uh, it's uh, and I I think the composers appreciate more and more, more and more. Yeah. Even for the contemporary music, yeah. the creations now, even the saxophone is very very used. Um, always, yeah. always in the in in, in their creations. Yeah, because it's quite interesting to me. When it was first developed, several composers used it in their compositions. I'm thinking maybe of Ravel, of Bizet. A lot of French composers mm. used saxophone. Then it sort of went a little bit out of fashion. Sí. But now it's coming back into fashion big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 always. No, I think um, ups and downs. 
and it was very young, the saxophone. And in the orchestra was used only for a few melodies, nice melodies. And and now the composers realize that uh, the power of this instrument. So now the, it's very present in the music. We're going to hear another piece now by Chris Digan. This is called Snakebite. And then perhaps after this, you can tell us how these pieces came about, because I think they were written for you, were they? Not this, not this one, sorry. But the, some of them were. Some, yes. Yeah. yes, yes some, All right, yes. we'll hear about those. Yeah. But this is Snakebite. That was called Snakebite, one of six pint-sized pieces by Christopher Digan, and it featured Chris Digan on piano and my guest, David Seyeris, on the saxophone. I just want to say again that David is visiting South Africa. He'll be doing a concert in Durban for the Friends of Music on Tuesday the 3rd of July, and then they go off to Grahamstown to play on the 4th and 5th of July in the Beethoven Room. They're joined by Federico Freschi, who's a singer from Johannesburg, so it'll be a a, a wonderful sort of countrywide concert with David and Chris Digan from Natal and Federico Freschi from Johannesburg. But just tell us about these pieces, because some of these, I think, were written for you. Yes, uh, uh, these pieces that we already hear was yes. um, was before that Chris yes. Digan meet me, so all, all <laughs> already written. But in the second CD that we did, uh, Midnight Blue, um, he came in Barcelona for a week for holidays, not concert, nothing. He was traveling Europe, I think, and. And he told me he was around. I said, look, come to Barcelona. And he spent a week in my house. But the only thing that I was working, so I couldn't stay all day with him. And he was alone at home. And it was winter, winter in Barcelona. Sometimes it's, it's, it's difficult, cold and, and rain. And I have piano there. So he was working hard. And he, he brought uh, Soledad. Kari's uh, um, song. Kari's song is for Kari's, for his friend. Midnight Choral. Midnight Choral conversation. Maybe it's not, it's not in the list today. But Soledad was written there. Soledad was written there. And and that's what we're going to hear now. Here comes Chris Teigen and my guest, David Serres, playing piece. Soledad. <laughs> that was a piece called Soledad by Chris Digan, played by Chris Digan and David Sayeris, my guest on People of Note. David, what first brought you to South Africa? So, um, life is, is quite quite funny sometimes. I was living in Greece in 2006, 2007, uh, and one day arrived a beautiful girl from South Africa, Maxine Matthews, saxophonist, and we were there playing in the orchestra, uh, in Athens, and he came. She came for for lessons uh, in the conservatory in Athens conservatory. So um, she was living with us in in our apartment. Uh, we shared a, we share a room with her, and we get very close friends. And many after some years after, she came back when she was already in South Africa. She invited me for a week of master class and concerts with her and with Chris uh, with Christopher Dugan. And that was, I think, 2012, 2012, 2011, I think. I don't remember exactly. And that was the first time, my, my first time in South Africa. And But you've built on that relationship now with Chris Digan, and so you come every year now. 
Yes, uh, after that, um, after that, uh, I try to come once once per year. It's nice to come here and and always for a concert tour. Always for a concert yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did some concerts with uh, with the Durban Symphonic Orchestra. Uh, very nice concerts uh, and concerts with Christopher, and sometimes we share with another artist, like, uh, like this time with Federico. Uh, but always with a lot of concerts with Christopher. Yeah, and quite a few composers have written concertos for saxophone. I, I know the one I know quite well is Glazunov. Glazunov, but right. there must be others as well. Yeah, uh, important French uh, composer maybe is Jacques Zibert, uh, Bodja, uh, Milo. Uh, that's from the thirties, uh, forties. And have you played all of these? I played. I yeah. played uh, Glazunov, uh, Milo, Ivert. Yeah. And do you play these quite regularly in Europe? In, in say, in Spain or in France or Italy? Where do you travel quite a lot? Uh, I started to travel again uh, because I had a, a little baby, so I wanted to stay a little bit more at home. Now, now I'm traveling again. This summer I'm going to Hungary, to Greece again, and. And the truth is that these concertos I played less and less. Now I try to do more new, new, new compositions, new works. Yeah. New works. Uh, I think it's more interesting. I think already in the market you can find very good recordings, very good. It's it's done. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, yeah. So I prefer uh, I prefer to invest in in new composers, new music. Try to to make something new. And here comes since you're talking about traveling, one for the road. That was called One for the Road, one of six pint-sized pieces by Christopher Digan, who featured there playing the piano with David Sayeris playing the saxophone. Are you planning quite far ahead with your trips? Do you, uh, you know, what have you got lined up for the rest of this year and next year? Are you planning already for next year? Um, I'm playing. I'm planning already to come back here. Yes, uh, in March. Yesterday night we were talking about that. Uh, uh, there it seems to that we will have very nice projects here next next March. And yes, I'm, I'm organizing my 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 year next year. Seems busy too. Do you teach also? I teach. I teach uh, in Girona Conservatoire, and I play in the Barcelona Wind Band. Uh, so. So you keep quite busy. I, uh, too busy. <laughs> too busy. I think it's too busy. Too busy. But music is is important. No, 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 no stop. No, we have yeah. to work hard. Yeah, and and I guess like in many places now, uh, there's not so much uh, funding for music. No. So so you have to make your own way now. Of course, of course. Uh, it's the same in Spain. See, 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 see. Maybe uh, still we have all this public uh, help. Uh, all this uh, public government that helps to the culture, to the education, but mm, less and less. And uh, concerts are difficult to find concerts. Uh, or, or what's happening in Europe is that all these medium class concerts are dis disappear disappearing. And or you do big concerts in big halls, or something really small concerts that. It's not really worth it. Depends on the level. So, uh, become this career became difficult. So you must open all the possibilities that you can do for yourself. For yourself. Yeah. For yourself. 
And we're going to listen to another piece, and then I want you to tell me a little bit about the musical life of Barcelona mm-hmm. and what goes on in Barcelona. This piece, I'm, I'm not quite sure why you were drowning your sorrows, but this is called Drowning Your Sorrows. That was music by Chris Digan, Drowning Your Sorrows, it was called, one of six pint-sized pieces. Chris Digan and David Sierras, my guest in People of Note. David was playing the saxophone. Tell us a bit about the musical life of Barcelona is you've got an opera house, orchestra, all of those things. We have all. Uh, we have opera. We have um, uh, orchestra, and we have a, a very important wind band too. That which uh, you play in. I play it. That uh, do the same season that orchestra in the auditorium too. Regular concerts. Regular concerts every week. Every week. Every week. Every Sunday. Yes, with different conductors like uh, orchestra. And is that a symphonic wind band? Yes. Yeah. A beautiful, yeah. beautiful orchestra. And there's lots of repertoire for that. Uh, lots of reper- new repertoire and even arrangements. Uh, we have in Barcelona. We had a very important musician begin in the first begin of the 19th century. Uh, he was called La Motte de Grignon. He uh, he was a very important musician and. He had relation with Weber and Berg, uh, important composition uh, from Europe, and he founded the orchestra and the wind band in Barcelona, and he did a, um, a lot of arrangement for the wind band from the symphonic music, and we still play this this arrangement with all paper written by hand, and best arrangement I never played, so we have a big big b- bibliotech uh, yes. of of music uh, arrangement and. Of course, uh, Spain has a big tradition of, of wind bands, and we have a lot of uh, Spanish music or composers. And you know, America has a lot of composers too that is ro- written for this for this uh, agrupation. And it's between the repertoire is between original and and arrangements. But that's is that unusual in Europe to have a symphonic wind band? You say it's common in Spain. But it's not common in the rest of Europe. No, I don't think it's so so professional like in yeah. Spain. I wonder why that why that grew up like that. We have a big tradition in the in South Spain um, area that we call Valencia. Uh, if you every single orchestra in the wall, in the wind part, you will find a, a musician, a musician from, from, from Valencia. Valencia because uh, even in a small village of eight hundred people, there is a wind band everywhere. Everywhere, the big cities, they have five wind bands. So trumpets, clarinet players, saxophone players, they are around the wall. Yeah. So there are lots of wind and brass players in yes. Spain. Um, we're going to hear another piece now, and then maybe you can tell us about uh, the sort of the more traditional orchestras and opera and so on, how, how regular they are. This is called Barstool Tango. That was called a barstool tango, one of six pint-sized pieces by Chris Digan. Rather a Spanish piece, this tango. Do you dance tangos in Spain, <laughs> no. or is that more South America? No, in, in Barcelona we yeah. a lot you, of a lot tangos. Of in, uh, never me, me no, because <laughs> can be terrible. But no, I'm sure you're a good dancer. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I can tell you that. Is that true? <laughs> no? But uh, tango is very popular. Very popular in Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a lot of people love tango to yeah. dance. And just tell us about orchestra and opera in Barcelona. Are they strong and stable? 
Yeah, very strong, very yeah. strong, very stable. What? How many orchestras in Barcelona? We have the um, we have the Barcelona Symphony, Symphony and an opera orchestra, the opera Two. Liceu, yeah. that, uh, this hall, the Liceu uh, Opera Orchestra. These two orchestras that very, very, very strong orchestras. Yeah. And is there a university in Barcelona and is there an orchestra in the university also? Of, uh, of course, we have the, um, the music university that we call music school, uh, high music school we call it. They have an orchestra too. They, there is a young uh, symphonic orchestra, very powerful. Uh, and after we have two or three orchestras in the area like uh, Sinfonica del Vallès that we are going to do a concert in the with Christopher Dagen in December in Barcelona in the uh, in one of the most beautiful halls in the world that is the Palau de la Música de Barcelona we are uh, we are going to do a concert with uh, that we did uh, one year ago in in Durban with uh, Yoshimatsu saxophone concerto Gosh, so it's, uh, there's a busy life going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems. Well, here's Carrie's song. That was my guest, David Sayeras, playing the saxophone. He was accompanied by Chris Digan. They were playing Carrie's song. You're listening to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Cock, and my guest tonight is a, a classical saxophone player called David Sayeras, visiting South Africa from Spain. That was a piece by Duke Ellington called Sophisticated Lady, and it featured a saxophone player called Bobby Watson with the City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra under Simon Rattle. The choice of David Sayeras, who's my guest in People of Note. David, in are there is there a sort of a, a leading saxophone player in the world today, apart from you? <laughs> <laughs> sure, 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 of course. Of course, uh, uh, we have the reference of the Conservatoire, National Conservatoire of Paris, that is Claude Delangle, that uh, maybe is the one of the big reference of yeah. the saxophone, classical saxophone. Is there a center of saxophone playing somewhere in Europe, maybe? Yeah, I will. I Paris. W- Paris, be- it's been the most important center for the last 100 years. Oh, really? Really. The school of French sound, yeah. French interpretation is very, very, very strong in the saxophone, classical saxophone. And are there good instruments made in France also? Also, we, we they made Selmer. Mm. is the br- one of the more famous brand for many instruments but for the saxophone is the French French is Selma French it's yeah. French uh, that I'm the honor to be one of the artists um, they may they made amazing saxophone it's the f- most famous instrument saxophone in the in the, in the yeah. world even I know about Selma saxophones <laughs> <laughs> yes because even the jazz players they yeah. play the old Selmers um, the classical, they play the new Selmers. Yeah. So yeah, and I think that old Selmers can be quite valuable also. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There, is, there is a brand of the fifth, between 50s and 70s that Mark sees, a very famous brand of the Selmers salt, and it's uh, the value of the Saxon, it's uh, very high. Very high. Yeah. yeah. They're rare. They're rare. Yeah. And, and well made. Yes, yeah. it's uh, n- another other times, yeah. other times they made things different yeah, than, yeah, yeah. than now, of course. Yeah, but but saxophones have developed, still are still developing, or is it basically done now? They just make them better and better. No, they're still uh, still changing these instruments and new 
new look from the Marxist to now. It's not so different, the saxophone, but always try to 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 open the, the register. They add new notes, high notes. Yeah. Um, they try to improve the intonation, the sound, not always with success. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's worse than it was, but yeah. th still, uh, they're still working, yeah. they're still searching. Wonderful. Well, here's some music from your home country now, Isaac Albanith. This is Asturias, played by a local pianist, South African Vessel van Veik. Asturias by Isaac Albanith, played by South African pianist Vessel van Veik. You have some very interesting composers in Spain. Yes. Uh, Isaac Albanith, Manuel de Falla. Who are some of the other famous ones? Uh, we have an Enrique have Granados. Many. Granados. Granados. Um, uh, and even now, we have one of the most important uh, composers is Hector Parra, a young composer uh, from Barcelona, uh, living in Paris, and he's one of the most important uh, contemporary music uh, composers. And has he written a piece for you? Not ready. Not, not already. We, we, we have a good relation. You're, you're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He's very busy. Yeah. Uh, but it will be amazing if he writes a piece yeah. for me. And I think it's wonderful that you're being able to take Chris Digan from here now and introduce him to your Spanish friends as well, and yeah. in musical friends, I mean. Yeah, Yeah, and it's been, it's been a big success for him. And have you played pieces for piano, saxophone, and orchestra? Yes. Yes? Yes, yes. Um, one of the projects that we arranged this music that we we were listening today uh, for orchestra piano and, and it sounds beautiful uh, we have a repertoire piazzolla repertoire and we have a, a spanish composer wrote a piece for us for piano saxophone and orchestra and now uh, as i told before uh, there is this amazing concerto for a japanese composer yoshimatsu that's for original for uh, piano saxophone and percussion and full orchestra and that we played once here in Durban and in Peter Marisburg too and now we are going to play in Barcelona again fantastic yeah. so this is great so there's a sort of ongoing exchange now between yes. South Africa yes. and Spain yes well here comes Enrique Granados this piece is called El Jardin de Lisanda that was a piece by Enrique Granados called El Jardin de Lisanda and it featured Danny Espasa on piano and the Barcelona Symphony Orchestra under Pablo González. González? González, bravo. González. Yeah, you see, I must remember to say TH for Z. Uh, and that's from your, your hometown, Barcelona, home yeah. city. Yeah, that's yeah. the orchestra, the Barcelona Orchestra. Now, tell her, you were mentioning this special concert hall, Palau. Palau de la Música. And that's something very special. It's a, a very special hall. It's uh, modernist. Uh, building uh, and it's in the uh, old part of Barcelona old center of Barcelona and it's uh, if uh, the audience can go to internet and so s see so some photos from inside it's just wonderful and it's got a lot of glass inside glass, colored stained colors, glass yeah. uh, all these are modernist art Gaudi all these influence and all, all inside is all like that the decoration is just amazing yeah so what there's something special about Barcelona. I mean, you know because you mm -hmm. live there. But just 
tell us a bit about the city of Barcelona because it does have some very unusual buildings. Yes, has all this all this modernism tradition. Uh, the head of this movement was Gaudi, and we had we have this all these amazing buildings, modernist buildings, colors, forms. It's very special. And Barcelona is a city. It's an amazing city. It's uh, not a big, big city, so it's quite easy to live. Um, we have the sea, very beautiful sea. We have the mountains, and it's a easy life and very, very beautiful, uh, organized. And and the culture of Catalonia is slightly different to the rest of Spain. We have uh, Catalonia. We have our our language that is yes. the Catalan. Different to Spanish. Mm, different the, the yeah. Spanish. No, it's a, a Latin language like Italian or French, Portuguese, Catalan, Spanish, and of course, when you have a language, the language uh, it uh, has a culture too. So we, I don't want to say that we are better or worse, but there are something. There are something different. different. Yeah. Spain is it's it's uh, not one one culture. It's, yes. It become the, uh, their story is very complicated, and we have many influence: Arabic influence, yeah. uh, Celtic influence, uh, Roman influence. So it's a very rich country. You you go in area; it's very different. Very different. The people is very different in the other area. Yes, and of course that has an effect also on the politics, as we've seen recently, because yeah. Catalonia has been trying to set up its own different. Uh, government and yes, so on. Yeah. Yes, uh, and we have, we are having uh, troubles. Uh, I can see. Uh, uh, it's it's a long story yeah. uh, and a complicated it's story. It's complicated, yeah. but uh, I have to say only uh, that always Catalan go with only with words, never with violence. Yeah. Now we've got music by Manuel de Faya. This is from El Amo Brujo, and it's called Pantomima. That was the pantomime from El Amo Brujo, Love the Magician, by Manuel de Faya. It was played by the Stellenbosch International Chamber Music Festival Orchestra. On your visits to South Africa, have you been all around South Africa? Have you been to the Western Cape, to Cape Town? Yes. You've played mm. there? I played in Cape Town. Uh, last year we did some concerts in, in Cape Town and in um, Franschhoek. Franschhoek. Yes, Franschhoek. Always a lovely place. Yeah. Um, Gosh, so you've travelled around quite a lot in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. this visit, just uh, for listeners, uh, David and Chris Deigen are doing concerts in Natal and in Grahamstown. Have you been to Grahamstown no, before? No, it's first time. First time. So Very I excited. Hope, I hope you're prepared because it can get quite cold in Grahamstown. So okay. you must be prepared. <laughs> okay. So there's a concert in Durban for the Friends of Music on Tuesday the 3rd of July. And then on the 4th and 5th of July in Grahamstown in the Beethoven Room, uh, Chris Deigen, Federico Freschi and uh, David Sayeras will be doing concerts on Wednesday evening the 4th and two concerts on the 5th. So they're keeping you quite busy while you're here. Yeah, always, always. But you like to be busy. I like, I like. I prefer uh, when you are far from your house, you prefer to be busy yeah. and uh, working and play. You know, music is not really work. It's, yeah. it's pleasure. And to play music with kids is, is always a big pleasure. The audience here in South Africa is lovely. The people always, always have 
Uh, I always leave this country with a big smile in my face. It's, yeah. uh, it's really, really, really nice to come here. Now, I'm always interested in saxophone players. Do you only play the alto sax, or do you also play soprano and baritone? Or I all uh, normally I play, I play soprano yeah. and alto. Yes. I don't have even a tenor or baritone. Yeah. Sometimes for a project, maybe I have to play the baritone. I will play it. But it's a wonderful sound. It's amazing. I, yeah. But you know, you uh, when you play really professional, you you must choose a little bit yeah. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. voice. And I always feel more comfortable with high high yes. tessiture. Yeah. So I keep my soprano and alto. But sometimes I have to play the baritone, and I really enjoy. Yeah. It's, it's such a nice, yeah, it's beefy sound. <laughs> yes, it's yeah, it's yeah, powerful. Yeah. yeah, it's a lovely instrument. It is. It's a wonderful instrument, and we we've got some South African saxophonists who who play baritone, and it's always such a fantastic sound. What about a saxophone quartet? Have you played in in a saxophone quartet? Yes, because yes. that's a beautiful sound. Also, well, we have in Barcelona. I have the Barcelona Sax Quartet. Yeah, uh, with three other amazing musicians. We are con- we are doing concerts around Spain. And music for car- quartet saxophone is growing, growing, growing. You cannot imagine. Bec- um, con- chamber concerts, festival chamber concerts. Now, always you will find a saxophone quartet, saxophone uh, st- uh, string quartets, uh, saxophone quartets. Always now. Now yeah. it's become very, very popular. And it's amazing. It has a good balance, a good color. Uh, even you can play Bach, it works. You pon- yeah. can play Haydn, it works. And it's a really g- good uh, uh, occupation. And now we're going to hear a piece called Oblivion by Astor Piazzolla. That was a piece called Oblivion by Astor Piazzolla, and it featured Daniel Binelli on Bandoneon with the Montreal Symphony Orchestra under Charles Dutois. I'm also very interested in the music of Piazzolla because maybe in the 80s, we never heard here in South Africa music of, of Piazzolla. Piazzolla. Suddenly, his music burst on the world. Yeah, this happened. This happened a little bit um, to me. I didn't know Piazzolla, and uh, I received this score, uh, "Histoire du Tango," uh, and it's, I thought that's really amazing music, and a wall opened to my uh, yeah. to me. Of uh, music that it's really a genius, this 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 composer, and I I I really like what he does. These composers that take popular music and they just put it in the in the wall, in the in the high stand of music. No, that's amazing. That, yeah. that when you can do that, you are really. Uh, but it was strange that his we didn't really know his music until suddenly his music became popular. Yeah, it was like yeah, one day like after... Over, overnight. Yeah, overnight, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes, when I think it was there, it was there and just... We had to discover it. We had to yeah. discover it. It, yeah. was, it was already there because many many of Oblivion or Libertango, we already hear somewhere, but we didn't put his name in this yeah. music, no? So suddenly become very popular, very famous. And now many people play, like uh, Joshua Bell, for example, plays 
his his violin uh, Four Seasons yeah. on the violin. Maybe you play it on the saxophone. I play it. I play it. Yeah, yeah, I play a little arrangement, the saxophone. Yeah. I arrange it a little bit for the soprano saxophone. Yeah. And I play it uh, quite often uh, this this difficult piece, the Four Seasons for uh, with our string orchestra. Four Seasons of Buenos Aires. It's well, yeah. that's, that's an amazing piece. Yeah. And Piazzolla uh, to his music happened something like Bach. You put num- every uh, arrangement that you want and it will sound amazing. Yeah. This happened with Bach too. Yeah. You put uh, uh, with saxophone or with violin, with flute, whatever you want, yeah. it sounds amazing. And you play Bach also? Always I play. I try not to play much in concerts, yeah. but I will and at home always, every day. Now we're going to hear The Long Way Home and you are quite a long way from home now. Yes. This is by Chris Digan. That was The Long Way Home by Christopher Digan, one of six pint-sized pieces featuring Chris Digan and my guest in People of Note, David Sayeras. Now, we were talking about uh, the Four Seasons just a moment ago, and actually we've got a recording of the Cape Town Tango Ensemble playing Verano Porteño from the Four Seasons. So we're going to listen to that now. And then uh, I've just, off-air, dear listeners, I was talking to... Uh, David Bart possibly playing us a piece here in the studio uh, of his own. So let's listen to the Verano Porteno from the Four Seasons, and then while he's while that's playing, David is going to get his saxophone. He's going to play us something. That was Verano Porteno from the Four Seasons by Astor Piazzolla. It was played by the Cape Town Tango Ensemble, and while that was playing. My guest, David Sayeras, went to get his saxophone. And he's now sitting with his very beautiful saxophone here in the studio. Is this a Selma? This is a Selma, yeah. A Selma. And this is your favorite instrument? My favorite instrument. It's yeah. a gold-played instrument and has a, this amazing sound. Very happy. And what are you going to play for us? Because the whole idea of getting a saxophone was that he's going to play something for us. Tell us what you're going to play. Um, I'm going to play... Um, some years ago, I, uh, I composed a book of Caprice, six Caprice for saxophone solo. I'm going to play the third Caprice in re minor. So this is your composition? Yes. So here it comes, Caprice by David Sayeras. That was a Caprice written by my guest, David Sayeras, and played by him here in the studio. I have to say it's the first time I've done that in the studio, but very interesting watching you while you're playing because I notice you use a technique called circular breathing. Yeah, right. Bravo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that uh, you can play with a continuous sound even though the phrase is very long. Yes, That's, uh, that you, you don't have to break the... Yeah. The, the music, you can keep going. And just for uh, people who perhaps are listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, he blows up his cheeks mm-hmm. and then can push the air out with his cheeks and breathe at the same time. And take air yeah. with your nose. It's, yeah. it's an amazing <laughs> thing to watch and it's an amazing thing to see because it feels as though you're doing the whole piece with no breath. With no breath. Yeah. No. It's quite, quite amazing. amazing yeah? And is that is that a new, a modern technique? It's a modern technique. We come with uh, all these uh, great uh, contemporary music composers that you need 
of course they wanted uh, uh, long phrases long phrases long uh, long uh, sounds yeah. two minute sounds what you have to be <laughs> you're human so uh, and, w- and we get this these uh, things called we we found this technique um it's not so difficult to learn yeah it's just difficult to put in music that the sound keeps keep the same bo- um, volume of the sound all these techniques but it's not so difficult to 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 produce this technique Well, it was very impressive, and thank you for playing thank for you. us in thank the you. studio. Now we're going to hear uh, another piece by Chris Digan called Turning In. That was called Turning In by Chris Digan. It was played by Chris Digan and my guest, David Sayeras. And we're just right on the end of the program now, and we are all going to turn in because it's Sunday night. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, David, for being on the program. Thank you. Thank you. It's a big pleasure to be here with you. And I hope that many of our listeners see you in concert now. But thanks also to Pitt for putting the program together and, of course, to you all at home for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.